You're all welcome, people. Now that you know how to load into an airplane, courtesy of me, you know how to get that road to yourself. Now, look, if the plane fills up, it's not going to work, but you will be the last person to get to have to move to the sides. Can I tell you, you should, something? You can I, have I, it for free. I've always wondered, you know, walking down, maybe I'm, uh, maybe, you know, I'm C, Group C that has to sit, right? Maybe I uh-huh. wasn't cool. quick enough to you, didn't, to... you didn't pre-board the night before. I didn't pre-board, hours right? I, I didn't do that. So then I'm walking in Group C, and I'm just kind of minding my own, but okay, hey, you know what? We'll take best seat available. <laughs> and I've always made eye contact with the dude sitting in the middle. Like, why are you sitting in the middle? What's What, what are you doing here? You got a seat to your left. You got a seat to your... Just pick a seat. <laughs> and... Little did I know that was Travis Rogers that was uh, and you got to stare them down. As they're coming down the aisle. They've got their little overhead bag. What are you doing with? Are, are you? Key, are, do you have any eye contact with people, or are you? Is your head down? Oh no, hard eye contact. Deep a deep stare. Like what? You you go ahead, go ahead. And and you know what? Say hey, um, do you mind if I slide in? You know what my answer is? Oh sure, no problem. And then you just slide over right there. Not rude. The I just mind, want I, I want to try to games, stack the, the odds. Mind game, the little mind games that you play. <laughs> ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, so we're talking about planes. We're talking about Ubers for all the reasons because, you know, it's, it's important. It's important that we know these etiquette questions. I like to sit in the front. I like to ask the guy maybe once in a while if we can swing through Starbucks or McDonald's or whatever it might be. Just grab some. I'm always offering, you know, hey, you mind if we stop for a coffee? I'll get you one, too. The answer is usually yes, but this one uh, may make me think differently. Let's Tra- try Travis, Kevin. actually, before you go to Kevin, um, yeah. I could also see Travis getting into an Uber. First thing he does, takes his shoes off. No. Takes his shoes no, off. That's gross. All right. Takes like- his shoes off, unbuttons a couple <laughs> buttons on his shirt, just gets comfortable. I may gets comfortable. be... Uh, I may be awkward in trying to assert my presence, but I'm not gross. I'm not. I'm not taking a. That's an animal. Hey, can you move. can you drive me to Orange County? Take the long way. I want to take a quick nap here before I get home. <laughs> Do Let's what? Let's try Kevin. Kevin, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Kev? Hey guys, front seat, back seat. I don't really care. That's a safety thing. Not everybody gets in for good intentions, but. I let you sit in the front, but where you're going wrong with me is you're having them stop to get you Starbucks and Chick Fil A sure. and McDonald's. I wouldn't go Ooh, for Chick-fil-A, that at all. That's good too. Why not? <laughs> what if? I, but what if I offered to get you we a sandwich to. too, Kev? What about Travis that? is trying to? Like, first of all, no, Kev, no, tra- Sam, you would stop and get me a steak and a lobster, maybe a boat ride or something. <laughs> but I'm not. Tra- listen, Kev, 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 Kev Trav- Travis coming into an Uber with like a list of things that he has to get done for the day, okay? He's got to run by Chores. Best Buy. What's Travis's Ooh, Uber rating? Hold on. That's a great question. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. i got to find the app on my phone. Uh, I'll tell you, I would give you a one star, and then they would never. I would never be paired with you again. <laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'm, how do Uber I find drivers out? Wait, 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 wait. fight oh, back ready, Kevin? You ready for this? And Slee, I'm going to hold I'm it up ready. to the camera so you know I'm not BSing. Okay. My Uber rating is 4.90. Uh, I'm That's reading it right good? now. It says 2.8. <laughs> no, he's four, <laughs> four point, is that good? That's pretty good, yeah. I won't. I usually won't make a run for anything under 4.7 or 7.5, but hmm. that's that's pretty good. I'm surprised, actually. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you checking in. That's good. First of all, I love. Let me just say this, Lee. I love how many. We're just gonna Uber just stop by Costco drivers. real quick. I got to get frozen chicken, um, and then after Costco, we're gonna just stop by uh, our local. Uh, One, I, I don't know where you're going. 
I just want to swing by and say hi to my mom real quick. Can you just just hang out here and uh, well, let me just pop in, make sure everything's okay. Keep the meter running. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's fine. Mom, on that's my fine. way. On my way, mom. I like it. I love how many Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, any of those rideshare services that are out there. Thank you so much for having uh, having us on. Um, all right, Slee. The Clippers are in. They open yeah. up tonight. It's kind of funny what's happened to Kawhi. Kawhi was what's the best Ooh, word? When misunderstood. Chose- misunderstood okay. in San Antonio. And he left to go to Toronto. Or he got traded to Toronto. He wins a championship in Toronto, and everybody's super excited. And even when he left, the people in Toronto are still like, hey, no no hard feelings. Thank you for that. That was great. Comes to L.A., chooses the Clippers instead of the Lakers, which and, really and there's never a lot of before. a lot of chatter about that, too. Remember how that was yeah. done. Remember the kind of the delay, how long it took. A lot of free agents were off the market by the time the Lakers found out he chose the Clippers. There was, you know, there was a lot of chatter about what Kawhi was doing. And then you got all those commercials that come out, the New Balance commercials of him kind of starting to try to take over L.A. There, there's been all of that was quieted really quick when the Clippers lost in the second round last year. But this season, you got the Lakers out and the Clippers still in. Right. And remember last year, too, that going into the playoffs, the question was, who's going to do it first, LeBron or Kawhi? Who's going to become right. the first player to win a championship on three different teams and be the MVP on all three different teams? No mm-hmm. one had ever done that. Now LeBron James has. He he checked that box. So, again, LeBron James has done something no one else has done. But So Kawhi kind of fell off when, when the Clippers collapsed the way that they did last year. The, the, it was no more, hey, are they a threat to the Lakers? Hey, are they this? It was just like, yeah, they're just the Clippers again. And then they got off to that 0-2 start against Dallas. And then all of a sudden, Kawhi just went nuts and he you did. Know, matched Luka shot for shot in mm-hmm. game six and seven. Was the best player on the court. You know, his teams won the game. He had a little more help along the way. And we're right back to where we were. If he beats the Jazz, if he goes to where I'd the still Clippers take have Luka. never gone before. I'd take Luka over Kawhi, no, no question. I, I, I would, too, if we're, yeah. if we're going forward. But in that series, Kawhi was every bit as good as Luka. Every bit as good. And now we're right back to where we were before. Whereas Kawhi, can he do that thing that no one has ever done before, namely take the Clippers to a championship? And what does that do? You know, he didn't first, he's not the first guy to get all three. But he could be the first guy to do this for the Clippers. That's never been done before. What does that mean? I think it means, first of all, I, I, look, the comparisons with LeBron, and all, it's unnecessary. And I know we're going to do it, but I don't think we have to do it. What Kawhi Leonard could do is take the Clippers, which isn't very impressive, right? Take a franchise to the Western Conference Finals. That's not that impressive, right? There are plenty of teams that uh, – the, the Clippers have been so bad that I, I actually don't even think that's much of an accomplishment. I think what Kawhi could do, if you kind of want to churn some heads here – Make it to the finals. Represent the Western Conference. Go up against KD, and all of a sudden that conversation about LeBron versus Kawhi Leonard now becomes Kawhi versus Kevin Durant because they're actually facing each other in the NBA Finals. Um, what, what he can accomplish this year is not just take the Clippers into territory that they've never been to before, but on top of that, he can go up against one of the baddest men in the planet, and the conversation has LeBron kind of on the back. LeBron's not in that conversation right now. It's not. We're not talking what he's accomplished in his career. We're talking about right now. Kawhi can start putting himself back into the, hey, if you want to talk about the best players in the league, you cannot have a conversation without having my name in there, and that hasn't been the case for the last year. Wouldn't you agree? Travis, he has not really been in that conversation. No, he hasn't. Um, be, 
Mostly, you don't want you want to know why. Well, two, it's two reasons. Number one, Clippers. That's that that is just having a, a, a you know a, an unbelievable strike against you. The other part is I don't think he has any I, interest in engaging in the conversation. But he, it, he's he's not his that part. Guy. But his part doesn't matter because he's not that guy. But it we will talk a little bit. But, but it matters me, a little bit. Let me tell you what I mean. Let me tell you yeah. what I mean. We're, you and I are going to have the conversation, whether Kawhi wants us to have the conversation or not. So yes, Kawhi doesn't care. But I tell you what, if Kawhi carries the Clippers, they get past the Utah Jazz, and then they take care of whatever team it is in the Western Conference Finals. Then you're in the NBA Finals against KD and the Brooklyn Nets, and you got a legitimate chance to win a championship with the Clippers, which I don't think. You know, I, I think Brooklyn's obviously going to be the favorites. Um, we'll start having that conversation. Kawhi's never going to give us. Kawhi's never going to care what conversation we have about Kawhi. But you and I and other national media and local media, whatever the case is, we will make the case because we were making the case last year when he signed with the Clippers and it was all of a sudden LeBron versus Kawhi, which team's better. The conversation was being had and Kawhi didn't care back then either. I, y- yes. The difference, though, is when LeBron speaks, people listen. When LeBron says, yeah, I think I should be in the MVP mix. When Steph Curry says, I've never played like I'm playing right now, these bring attention to him. Kawhi's never going to offer one of those those statements. That's just not how he rolls. That's not what he does. Um, What I think is interesting, though, is that Kawhi has an opportunity to do something that LeBron did. And, And Kawhi's not in LeBron's league, but he's one of those guys. When LeBron beat the Warriors, basically by himself, mm-hmm. right? When he led that series in everything, and he had the block. When he, he when LeBron beat a team that had won 73 games, everybody went, oh, damn. Okay, there, 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 there's really nothing left to say about LeBron. There's no more cheap shots to take about him as far as his ability to beat good teams. He went to Miami, and he had to do it with these other guys. All that out was the done. Window, yep. Out the window. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi goes and beats Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, maybe James Harden, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe we don't know. Oh, no, that's big it. time. That's big but time, Trav. That, that's that, big time. That is, that is one of those mm-hmm. things. Like Because, look, Paul, Paul George is – if we're listing the, best, the, listing the best players in that series, Paul George is not in the top four. He's probably not in the top five, right? That you're just and, and so you're talking one against three. The way Blake Griffin's going right now, one against four. If he can pull off something like that, I think it does put him in a different category. You know, it, we, you and I were – we hit on this. We were talking about this this morning. We were talking about, okay, well, what's the level of intrigue right now left in the NBA playoffs? Like, if you can find what's the most exciting matchup that the NBA could have with what's left, right? That's just most kind of thing exciting. Yeah, as in star power, intrigue, we'll still have a lot of ratings. I, I'm, I'm Brooklyn – It's easy, right? It's the, Brooklyn's, it's the Nets and the Clippers. Brooklyn's got to be the one that comes out of the Eastern Conference, right? Yeah. Um, nobody's going to sit back and say, oh, my gosh, it's Jokic versus – that's not going to happen. <laughs> right. And, and as great as Donovan Mitchell is, it's not going to be Ugh. the Utah Jazz. It, it's the Clippers versus the Brooklyn Nets. It's the New York market versus the L.A. market. But it's the two It's the two Team Bs, right? Yeah, like it's it, – when, when, when I say it's the B teams – I don't even say that as, you know, disrespect. It's the absolute truth. It's the B teams, right? It would be the equivalent of I don't know if this is a good example. Mets and the Angels. You know, is yeah. that is that no, is perfect. that a good that's, that's is that perfect. a good example? Perfect. Now, the White Sox in the and the Mets. You yep. know, it's they're just yeah. It it's going to be the 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 two teams that, you know, nobody really kind of 
cares that much for. But that matchup, which um, is kind of left with what the Stars have in the NBA, that's probably the most intriguing matchup left. Anything other than that, I don't know if you're going to get you know uh, casual fans to be watching the. Fi- I'm going to watch no matter what. But there are a lot of casual fans that are not going to be watching. You know the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Well, I, I think you know, and I'm not even talking about TV ratings because I I just don't understand those at all. They don't make any sense to me. But I, I'm talking about there, there's a difference. Will, will I have it on in my house? Yes. W- whether it's the Milwaukee Bucks going up against the Utah Jazz, right? I don't care. I, I don't I don't care at all about it. it'll be on in my house. But I'm not really watching. When we're talking about watching. Sure. The Clippers and the Nets, I'm watching that. Is that is this the difference between the NFL and the NBA? Where the NFL um, is not as reliant. Look, don't get me wrong. Stars are stars, right? If, if, if Drew Brees is playing or if Tom Brady is playing or Aaron Rodgers, there, there's certain stars that you're going to watch. But the NBA is so dependent on the stars. LeBron is out. Steph Curry is out. Um, think of some of the other, you know, you, you could look at some of the other stars Luka. around the NBA. Luka is out. I, I, I don't, I, it's almost kind of a double-edged sword for the NBA. You're so dependent on your stars to drive your business that if a star or two is in, your business is unbelievable. But if that star is out, all of a sudden there's a lot less intrigue of, of what's left in the NBA. And, you know, right now they have a couple teams that still has the stars, but for the most part, there's a lot of, uninteresting teams that are left for more of a casual fan. The NFL, you don't have that issue. All right, Slee, get out your uh, magic lamp because I'm about to grant you three wishes. I have a question for you that somebody that actually on earth gets to answer for real. We'll hit you with that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. So, Slee, I'm just going to take a a flying leap here and guess that you and Funch and Taylor are all kind of in the same boat, that we've all played this game before. Okay. The – what if you won the lottery game, right? The, what, what, if you, what if your numbers got called? What would you do with mm-hmm. the money? The, what if you were the richest man in the world? What would you do with all of that money? How would you spend that time? Well, Jeff Bezos is. Going to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> he could get a lot of wings and potato skins. That doesn't sound like a terrible start. But so he is the richest man in the world, right? Yeah. He, he is a net worth. What's his, yeah, what's his net worth now? One hundred. And sixty-seven billion dollars. So That's he's worth more. So he's got a hundred more billion than Bomber. Is yes. that what you're trying to tell me? Yes, he <laughs> has. He has. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Near, so Balmer's 80, right? So he has two and a half times. No, he has double. Yeah, no, you're right. He has double. But Steve Ballmer's like the, what, 10th richest guy in the world? And Bezos is more than double that amount. So Balmer can't hang with. So if they go out, they go out to dinner, right? <laughs> Balmer... Bomber's kind of watching things a little bit closer. Uh, Bezos uh-huh. is on a different level. That, that's that's 
When I look at it from a oh, bomber way, I perspective, I, I shorted Bezos a little bit. I shorted him twenty million or twenty billion. It's one eighty-seven, not one sixty-seven. Sure. Why not? Yeah, round it up. <laughs> it's twenty extra billion. It probably may probably matters to somebody. I saw one eighty-six. <laughs> well, he's getting richer. You just ordered something off of Amazon. That's another billion for him. <laughs> okay, so this dude is. Explain the story, because this was a story the last couple of days of just so, what he's doing. Here's the here's his Instagram post from yesterday. Ever since I was five years old, I've dreamed of traveling to space. On July 20th, I will take that journey with my brother, the sure. greatest adventure with yeah. my best friend. Mm-hmm. He's going to get on one of his own rockets made mm-hmm. by his own company, mm-hmm. Blue Origin, and they're going to fly in the outer space. So the question when when Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world, was saying, is it is hey, it a tax is want. it a tax write off because it's his company? <laughs> is it well, one of those things because sure. right like so technically the expenses that he's going to have towards this he can write off anything write a meal off. Yeah, whatever the case like is. your mileage on 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 your Honda Accord you can write off that mileage or if you're Jeff Bezos you can write off space can, flight can with I, your brother. Can I get a receipt, please? <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm, I'm keeping track of all this. What do you want to do? I don't know. Build a rocket and fly to outer space with my brother? He's doing that. This is an amazing story, <laughs> I mean, by the way. That sounds I mean, like a stupid game you play, right? I don't know. I get my brother. We build a rocket and fly around. He's doing that. What's okay? happening What's happening with Bezos and like what Elon Musk is trying to build and just kind of yeah. what's happening over the next 10, 15, 30 years? Pretty freaking unreal, Trav. Don't Pretty worry about freaking this. unreal. Leave- the aliens will be in charge long before that. Don't don't sweat what's happening ten years from now. Your your San Diego fish taco eating aliens. I'm going to be sitting with them. Okay, listen. Run rough shot. I don't know if you guys us. have ever heard of a California burrito, but let, let me just kind of explain what it is. Get the green salsa. Oreos for dessert get the too. The red salsa. Let's uh, let's do this the right way, guys. So Jeff Bezos comes to you. Hey, Slee. Um, yep. Bezos. What's mm-hmm. up? Um, I was just thinking. I like Lakers talk a lot. And and I was thinking that maybe you would like to just I like do Lakers you talk do. a lot, a lot. You know, I like it a lot. And I'm going to give you access to the Bezos vault. You can do whatever you want, mm-hmm. whenever you want. What would you like to do? You have an hour to put together a plan. What are you coming back with? It doesn't have to be something you do today. You can give him a project that he needs to execute. But what are you, what are, what are you asking Bezos for if he says you can do okay. whatever you want? I think I got my answer. Now, his travel is a little bit different than what my travel is going to be, okay? Mm-hmm. But it definitely pertains to traveling. What I want to do is, for a year, I just want to travel. I just want to go to different places around the world. I don't want to worry about anything else. I don't know, you know, somebody else can step in. Trav, you do the pre and post this upcoming <laughs> season, okay? You do it. You kind of handle all that stuff. Lakers talk could go to somebody else for about a year. I'll come back. I'll, I'll grab everything in a year. But I just need a year of it. <laughs> You just just like, want a year to go do whatever you want. I just want to go travel wherever you want. Uh, Where's I'll your go, first stop? Where are you going? Where are you going first? If I gotta go, if I if I get one place, it's kind of a random one. <laughs> San Dimas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, first stop, nice. San Dimas. Now I'm going. Uh, if I'm going somewhere, first stop would be. I'm, I want to go to the Middle East. So I go to Istanbul. Let me do Turkey huh? first. Let me go to Istanbul. Okay. Let me kind of roam around the Middle East. Then I'll find my way in different parts of Europe. But I, I would do travel first. Go out for a year. Go to all these different places. Now, kind of flip this here. You get to do whatever you want. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, mine's easy. Uh, we're we're going to do a massive construction project, and it's going to be somewhere around Lake Tahoe. 
right? So you get great summers, you get winters. But what we're gonna first thing we're gonna do is build a huge wall so no one can get in. We're gonna keep everyone out that I can, and we're gonna build the world's nicest golf course in there. We're gonna have a ski resort. We're gonna have a lake. Mm. We're gonna have the best chefs that. And I've got little restaurants inside my compound that I can invite friends and family to, but no one gets in if I don't want them in. They're there at my call. And I want multiple appetizers every time I walk in. That's it. He, he gave I you a hundred. I don't want to have. By the way, ask. he gave you a hundred thousand dollar budget. That's that's all you get. So I don't no, know how the hell you're. That's gonna build not this the budget. Thing. The budget is whatever you want, right? I, I just not the not the world's nicest road trip. That would be fun. Don't get me wrong. It'd be really really fun. But I I can do whatever I want. I want to isolate myself from the rest of society. This I want to build a golf course. This guy's traveling to freaking space. That's just his. Yeah yeah no. We'll just go do that. We'll just go to that. No big deal. Yeah. Funches, what are you doing? I'll invite what are you, you doing guys. over there, Funches? You can come. Um, I might come and do my last day here at the station, like, completely naked or something. Just something weird and wild, <laughs> you know? And then, I, I don't but know if you guys- now you're going to prison, and now you can't spend <laughs> yeah, your money. I'll yeah. get out. I'll get out, man. I'll have, the, I'll have the means to get out. Funches, but anyway- I don't think that's a good idea, man. But anyway, I, I might, you know, have you guys- this. You guys seen Half Bake, right? When the guy went to his job and quit and said, hey, you're cool, you're cool, you know, yeah, but whatever. Funch, just, just remember, you're still, this isn't a real wish, so just- I, I know, but okay. I might do, I, mean, <laughs> I might do something- Similar like that, you know, hey, right I might do something something similar like that. And then also go to Montecito, California, next door to Oprah, and break ground on Funch Manor. Good spot. That's a good – we could build the compound. You could build the Travis compound in yeah, Montecito. Yeah, Funch I Manor. Mind that. I That's had to, fine. I had Taylor, to, I had to, I had to help doing? stop Funches for a quick second here. I'm like, Funches, be careful, man. HR. This might, this might be your last, your last <laughs> show whether you like it or not. <laughs> Taylor, what are you doing? Gonna build a machine that can teach me every language and musical instrument, and I'm gonna buy or build a teleportation device, I think, and buy the Minnesota Twins. Ooh, time travel. And uh, see that hire. that's actually man, a he good has like real like goals that. here, yeah. man. Yeah, this this was yeah. a real one. Yeah, this was. I, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna hire a full-time okay, Uber driver. Okay, hold on. Driver. So, I, <laughs> I've given you your time traveling DeLorean, Taylor. Yeah. What are you setting the date for? Where's the first place you're going? No, it's teleportation, so I can go from. State to state, country to country, wherever I want. Yeah, oh, so just first of all, I'm, I'm like sorry, Star Taylor. Trek Taylor, Taylor, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the fact that Trav is trying to put rules on what you're trying to do, I apologize about that, man. It just <laughs> Trav, let, let him I be. I want to know where he's going. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested in the, mood the destination. Yeah, go to different. So where? Planet. But where's first? Like there, there's got to be. Like for instance, if you said to me, "Hey, Trav, snap your fingers and you're there right now, right now, teleportation, Australia," I think. Okay. Yeah, I want to go to Monaco. Monica. I want to hang out there and see what they on one of those boats and look down at all the people that can't get on my boat. I want to do that. Are you wearing a speedo on that? Sounds boat? exciting to me. No, I'm not only because it's, my it's very on, it's European fine. and you know that's what they do over I, there. I've got a can of Coors Light, plate of wings. I'm fine, You're but I'm on go. that boat. Yeah, that's all. And I'm that's watching all the race needs. go by <laughs> in Monaco. <laughs> it sounds pretty good. Do we have any idea? what real Laker means in the vernacular of uh, Magic Johnson, that he's not a real Laker, that Dennis Schroeder's not a real Laker. Do we have any idea what that is? Um, What is that? You know, when you define that, a real Laker, the only thing I can think of is this, Trav. If you're defining a real Laker, you're you're basically saying somebody that understands that the only thing that matters is winning, 
right? It, it only comes down to winning championships. Uh, you're willing to make sacrifices in order to reach that goal. There's other franchises that you could play for. Maybe it's a quick money grab. Maybe it's, uh, well, you know what, there's no expectations here. But when Magic says what it means to be a Laker, that's the only thing that I could think of is somebody that says in this city, and if you're a Laker fan, you either are winning championships or you're not accomplishing anything. That's the only definition that I could think of when he says uh, to be a Laker. I think there's one more component to it, and I'll tell you what it is when we come back. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Help me out, Slee. You're you're a soccer fan, right? Uh, not really, but you know, I watch World Cup. Does that count? Yeah, I watch that too. And then, so maybe you know the answer to this. Taylor okay. Funch, weigh in on this too. What what's up with the the scarf? Why is that like the the thing? Why not jerseys like other sports? Why is it? Why is scarf the item of i'm guessing because where soccer is big it's kind of windy and cold so they got to cover up and look good at the same time i'll go know. with that yeah i'll go with that right. that's probably stylish too, what about like yeah, in Brazil Brazil and there's Argentina definitely a style to it. nice okay yeah. that doesn't don't bring that up if that's not helping funch's argument <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah i mean it just seems warm down there but but what do i know all right so the quote from magic right yep. talking about dennis schroeder if he comes back a laker i'm going to support him i'm going to cheer for him and all that um I just don't think he's a Laker. That that's that's a pretty heavy bat to swing because he is a Laker. He he at least he was a Laker, right? He played this season for the Lakers. To me, I would think qualifies him to be a Laker. But I think what Magic is getting at, and I think what a lot of Laker fans are very tuned into, is do you realize how special it is? to be a part of this team. That 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 some some teams have that aura, right? That we're talking about the Lakers, you're talking about the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Pittsburgh Steelers. These teams that have it's they're more they're, they're no being honest. Can tell me that playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars is the same thing as playing for the Dallas Cowboys. It's just not the same. Right? There are they playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers is not the same thing as playing for the Tampa Bay Rays. It's different. And I think that's what Magic's getting at. The Dennis Schroeder never struck me, and I think that Laker fans picked up on it. I think Magic clearly picked up on it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. As someone who didn't worship at the altar of the Lakers. Listen, I, I'm okay if he doesn't worship at the altar of the Lakers, but then you got to come through, right? Like, I, I think ultimately what Laker fans want more than anything else, and I think Magic, this is part of his part of his statements, got to kind of um, has to kind of encompass this. Do you come through for the Lakers or not? Are you delivering for what the expectations were, or did you not? When Anthony Davis was down for a couple games, were you able to come in and? Um, kind of fill a void for the Lakers where he became that second best player? Did you come through in the playoffs? I think that's that's what ultimately what it kind of comes down to. 
I've said this before, and I'll say this about Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder wants to be a free agent. That doesn't mean he's not going to be a Laker, but he wants to walk into free agency for the first time in his career. He's eight years in the NBA. He wants to kind of go through that, and he has every right to want to do that. I think sometimes we as fans say, what, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't want to? What do you mean you don't want to jump at the opportunity right away to be a Laker? What do you mean you don't want to sign a long-term deal with a Los Angeles? Do you know which franchise it is? And I think, Trav, that's what you're referring to. I don't fault any player if that's not their, if that's not how they look at it. But what I do fault is if you're not coming through for the Lakers, if you did not live up to some of the expectations that you know were um, were there for you when when you decided to become a Laker, or at least when the Lakers traded for him, that's the part that I pay attention to most. I, I don't think maybe he doesn't value being a Laker as much as a Laker fan would, but that's okay. I mean, not everybody has to look at it that way. Yeah, no, I, I think there's a couple of things going on here. Number one, I don't fault him for not feeling that way, but Laker fans certainly know that he doesn't feel that way. And, and, and I think that's one of the disconnects is that I don't think Dennis Schroeder looks at the Lakers any differently than he looks at the Phoenix Suns or the Oklahoma City Thunder or the Sacramento Kings. It's just I play for these guys right now. I'm going to do everything I can to help them win games while I'm here. I'm going to cash my checks, and if somebody over there offers me a better offer when I'm a free agent, I'm going to go do it. That's fine. That's fine. But then there's this real Laker or, Jen, you know, whatever it is. LeBron had to deal with some of this stuff when he first came in as well, still deals with it to a certain degree. So here, here's kind of an interesting way to look at this. Would you rather be a real something? Damian Lillard is a real Portland Trailblazer. He's the best player in the history of that organization. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Everybody thinks of Lillard, and they think of the Blazers, right? Mm -hmm. That that's that's his squad. You want? He's also probably never going to win a championship if he stays there. Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, great, great, great players who are associated with one team. They're synonymous, right? Bounced around. Yep. But Patrick Ewing's a Nick. Nobody thinks of him as a Sonic or a mm-hmm. Orlando Magic or any of those things. So would you rather have that, that loyalty factor, that I am with, I'm a real Nick, Blazer, Pacer, or do you want to be KD who kind of belongs to nobody? Do people in OKC claim KD? I don't think so. People in Golden State claim KD? I don't think so. Do people in Brooklyn claim him? Right now they probably do. Sure. But when they think of his career, will they think of him exclusively as a Brooklyn net? I don't think so. Which of those two roads are you picking? I think um, Damian Lillard has made a mistake with the Portland Trailblazers, and I'll tell you what I'm referring to. So, uh, first of all, I'm a, I'm a big fan of I, – I, I appreciate Dame's loyalty to that franchise, right? I appreciate his loyalty to that city, and that's a great basketball market. Don't don't Let's not mix it for one second. I'm sure he feels like, you know, he's the big fish in a small pond, and he dominates, dominates that pond that's, that's in Portland. Um, but one of the things that I, I think – Dame could have done a much better job on, and I think there are other stars out there in the league. He didn't put enough pressure on the franchise, Trav. Like, just kind of think of it this way. They lost this season to the Denver Nuggets in the first round without Jamal Murray. That's actually better for the Blazers than if they won and then they lost in the second round to the Phoenix Suns because then they're still kind of saying, hey, well, look, you know, maybe we're making some inroads, whatever the case is. The problem with a guy like Damian Lillard, you got an incredible amount of power. Incredible amount mm-hmm. of power. You got to use it. You got to flex on your franchise. The, LeBron's not a good example because the power that he had in Cleveland is a different level. But there are certain players that if you do not put pressure on your franchise, you know what they're going to do? It's going to roll it back again next year. Yep, let's try it again next year. And that's what Portland has done for how many years now? Five-plus years. You just knew what the result was going to be, and nothing else has changed. So 
I, I appreciate the loyalty, but at the end of the day, if I'm Damian Lillard, one of two things are happening. Either you guys are going to change this thing up and we got a chance to win a championship, or I'm going to go try to win a championship somewhere else. Now it's on the franchise. It's no longer on your back. Now you're not the bad guy. And by the way, is City still going to think you're the bad guy? Kevin Durant, I, you know who I, when I think of KD, you know who I think of? Mm. I think of the Thunder. I really do. I think of the Thunder, no question about it. First thing that I think about. I thought actually what KD did was different than most other players like a Damian Lillard. KD had legitimate chances to win an NBA championship in Oklahoma City, wasn't able to make it happen, then went and moved on. If Damian Lillard doesn't put pressure on the franchise, I don't know what's going to change. Now, for the first time, it feels like he's putting pressure. There's no coach there and everything else. Yeah, but you you can squeeze people when you're in certain spots, right? You can, how do you squeeze somebody in Portland? How do you make an NBA star come to Portland with you? You know, you know what I mean? It's it's they're the Blazers. They're okay. They're good. They win more than they lose. But that's Chad, they didn't about change it. anything. They haven't tried anything new. They just came up with the same game plan every time. I'm going to use as an example. I would tell this in Michael in the pregame show. I would say CJ McCollum's got to be a chip that you go use. Go see what you can get because those two players, nothing's going to change. It's going to be a first round exit, maybe second round exit. The problem with Portland, I'll give Houston. Remember how Houston just kept trying something different. Right with James uh-huh. Harden, then they bring in Chris Paul, and then they go uh-huh. all small. They tr- then they try Westbrook. At least they tried different stuff, right? Yeah, Portland has has done nothing different over the years. But but you can't, and this this is where to to bring it back to the Lakers, to bring it back to the Clippers here. You the the different was let's get LeBron James to come here because it's L.A. and there are things in L.A. that he finds desirous. Once he's there, the rest of it kind of falls into place. You get Anthony Davis because he wants to come play with LeBron and go win a championship. We all know the rest of that story. With the Clippers, they with, with Lob City, they were really good. Okay, but we also, you know, much like you were talking about with Portland, the Clippers with Lob City, they weren't going to win anything. You know, because a couple of number one, LeBron was on the other side of the draw. Even if they ever got they, out of the first they had a shot rounds, to win they something. They had a shot they to do, win something, but they didn't. But they mm-hmm. didn't, and they kept running it back. Well, let's do DeAndre Blake and Paul again. Okay, it didn't work. Let's do DeAndre Blake and Paul again. They moved some of the smaller, but sure. they didn't do it. And then all of a sudden, they had to hit the reset button again, and just they signed Blake Griffin, the big deal. He's gone five minutes later. Sure. You know, we can talk about whether or not that was a cool thing to do, but they went out and did finally say, you know what, hit the destruct button, start it over, give me Kawhi, give me Paul George, and let's get that thing going. You, you can't kind of just run it back like that unless you're willing to let the guy, the loyalty guy, leave, right? That, that You're not going to get what you need to start it from scratch unless Damian Lillard brings you a haul of picks and everything else. It's a really impossible situation to be in, and that's why I don't think a guy like Lillard and some of these other guys can stay in a place like that for very long and make it happen because there's n- nobody's going to Portland. It's, not, not, it's never going to happen. Well, if, if they go to Portland, but this is why this is my – the franchise has failed Damian Lillard. So if Lillard picks up and says, I want out of here, which, by the way, he's got a contract, I think, through 2024, 2025. Now he could demand a trade, whatever the case right. is. Uh, and then they're just going to have to completely reset it. And maybe that's what the Blazers do. We'll, we'll have to kind of wait and see what happens. Um, but that that's my problem with the Blazers. This is why Kevin Garnett, when he was in Minnesota, Anthony Davis, when he was in New Orleans, right? Uh, you get seven, eight years to try to make it work. And if you never, even after those seven, eight years, it doesn't look like there's any hope. The Suns this offseason went out and got Chris Paul, right? If they don't do that, 
who knows what Devin Booker, that conversation is going to be about Devin Booker over the next couple of years. There's certain players in certain teams and franchises that I think just kind of sit back and are content. And if unless you're a franchise player and you put pressure on that franchise, uh, I'm okay if they say, I love the loyalty, I love this team, but I got to move on. The Lakers plan is wait for Luka, wait for Dame, wait for these guys to say, you know, it ain't going to happen here. I'll go to the Lakers where it's going to happen like that because it, we, we've seen it before. Shaq comes, bam, championship shortly thereafter. LeBron comes, bam, Kareem, Magic. They just That's how the Lakers do it, and they have such a big advantage, and they execute it absolutely perfectly. So I think the general takeaway, Slee, is that yeah. me sitting in the front seat is fine. M- other than Linda, the Uber driver who called us, the other Uber drivers who called us, and thank you to all of them who, who listen to the show every day, most people seem that I'm okay with sitting in the front seat. I like that. I think, uh, you know, I think times you feel pressure. Right. And it's almost as if when you say to me, there's only one right answer. Right. And I feel pressure that there's only one right answer of whether I want to eat at Waffle House or Denny's or whatever, whatever situations that you put up here. I think they felt pressure. You had them on the radio. And uh, for the most part, nobody wants you sitting in the front seat in an Uber. (laughs) Here's a a couple of tweets. This is from uh, Dave in San Clemente. He writes, Trav, combining both your Uber and flight topics, have you <laughs> have you ever asked a Southwest pilot to stop in Chicago for deep dish? <laughs> no, that sir, would be pretty cool. Hey, um, look, I know we're so going we're to- flying to Arizona. <laughs> you just want to swing through uh, Chicago real quick? I got a real deep dish thing going on right now. By the way, overrated. Deep dish be terribly overrated. Couldn't agree more. I actually yeah. couldn't agree more. You cut thin, into thin it. Thin slice is so much better. Oh, for sure. You, well, you cut into that deep dish thing, and it just runs all over the plate. It's like a lasagna that somebody dropped on the floor. Yeah, it's and plus, a, you got a knife and fork it in most yeah, cases. Yeah, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. Here's an important question. Mm-hmm. Travis Lee, who amongst us hasn't just added an extra item when picking up, quote, something for the kids and knocked it out real quick on the way home? Does it even count? I say no. So this is an interesting, Slee. Because I think you've said this before that you've gone on and you know grabbed something for the family, and uh, there's a, there's a little action going on on the drive back. Oh, look! There's the bag that comes in the house, and there's the bag that goes immediately from the front seat of my car to the trash can on the side of the house. I was it, gonna it, say, it, I, I was no gonna say, you don't existed. walk in. I was gonna say, you're not like you're not what because that's another alpha move. Like you walk <laughs> in, like yeah, yeah, that's right. I already took this down. Nope. Plus, I got this. You're not no, doing that, that, are you? That gets that gets bad looks from my uh, my wife. I, th- that's one of those look with because then basically what it is is I'm a drug addict hiding my problem. Like if she doesn't see the Big Mac box, it's <laughs> I'm okay. I'm still employed. I still I, I'm still alive. Therefore, everything's fine. It's just what she doesn't know isn't going to hurt her. That's that's kind of how I look at that. But as, so the kids, you can always go. You can order a bunch of that. Ah, I thought they'd finish. Oh, they're not going to finish it. Ah, I mean, I don't want it to go to waste. Might as well finish that uh, extra McDouble. I might as well knock that back. I mean, I just don't. I'm not going to throw in the trash. Dad, that's why are there happen. three chicken McNuggets in here? That's that's how they do them now. They just. Well, no, you get the I thought it was piece. a twenty piece. <laughs> you get the twenty. There's, there's, right. there's three of them and in there. Maybe maybe there was a six piece that fell out of the bag on the way home and just bad bad news. By the way, bad news <laughs> here. What's that? Mark Medina put out a tweet. Jazz coach Quinn Snyder on Mike Conley. Hopefully we get him back as as quickly as possible. But this is hard to predict. He's out for game one against the Clippers tonight. Ah. Who's that bad news for other than the Jazz? I mean, I don't care. Uh, jazz. I, there's Jazz Nation over here. I don't know about you, but I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm buying yeah, Hashtag have, go Jazz, Sliwa. I have a Greg Ostertag jersey coming in here in the next couple of days. 
That's going old school right there. Ostertag was enormous. <laughs> he was such a big dude. Those Jazz teams were always kind of scary for the Lakers. You always knew the Lakers were going to get past him at the end. But the, the Ostertag, Oh, no, those were Malone, tough matchups. They were Absolutely. super tough matchups. They were a really scary Well, group. remember, Lakers kept losing to when Kobe and Shaq first started, right? Yeah. And that, that was kind of kept losing to the Jazz. The Dodgers keep losing, Slee. So June 8th, here we are. The Dodgers are in third place in the National League West. I, I you know, at the beginning of the season, I you predicted get off to it. A, I predicted uh, mid June. <laughs> no, God, God. I, I just, I didn't think this was possible. Early first yeah. couple of weeks of the season, mm-hmm. you may get a weird run in the schedule where you lose three or four in a row and you drop and you're three games out for a day or two and then you pop right back in. It's not a big deal. But this is two months worth of games and the Dodgers are mm-hmm. in third place. I. I the explanation is pretty obvious, but it doesn't make me feel any better, and that's well, you, that they're not healthy. You've been the you've been the guy that kept saying, and and listen, I don't blame him. This kind of been the theme of the season so far. They're fine, nothing to worry about. Ah, okay, they lost this stretch of games, no big deal. And and I and I know you well enough, and I think there's probably a lot of Dodger fans out there as well saying they'll be fine. They're, they're going to get healthy, let the season progress. But it is a surprise to be sitting where we're sitting. They're 34 and 25. Uh, they're third place. I think they're three games out of first place in uh, in the NL yes. West. A game and a half behind the Padres for number yes. two. Um, they've lost six of their last nine games. So it's it's not uncommon to feel kind of you know uneasy. I don't know if uneasy is the right word, but a little bit surprised. Like uh, what's going on here? I, I thought this would, I thought this picture would look a lot different. And I mentioned this to you. I think it was on Friday or uh, on Thursday when we were doing the show. Maybe it was yes. I can't remember that fifteen. Their next fifteen games were going to be against teams below five hundred. Yeah, they're getting some well, slugs. They already started three of those games. They lost two or three against the Braves. So now twelve games left. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's a, at least a little bit of a head scratcher. It, 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 it's yeah. It's more of a why. It, and there's one big question in this, and it's not a five alarm fire. It's not what have we gotten ourselves into. It's it's none of that. But watching last season. And getting to see Mookie Betts night in and night out for the first time in my baseball view. I'd seen him sure. occasionally with the Red Sox, and I knew right. he was a really good player. I knew he was a really good player. But I didn't know how good of a player he was until I got to see him every day. That guy hasn't really shown up with this team yeah. yet this season. He's been okay. It's not like he's a disaster, and it's not, what did the Dodgers do? Why did they sign him? It's none of that stuff, because I truly believe he's going to be okay, but... We're talking two months. That's a long mm-hmm. time. You're, you're talking about a guy that really he's had little fits and starts where it's looked good, and then it kind of settles down again, and it just hasn't happened. And so when you have that, you have Cody Bellinger basically missed the first two months of the sure. season. I know he's back now. You mm-hmm. have Corey Seager miss a good chunk of the season so far. You have all of these things take place at the same time. That's why they are where they are, but that doesn't mean all those things change. You know, Cody Bellinger isn't – himself yet we don't know what Corey Seager is going to look like we don't know what's going on with Mookie Betts I'm not worried about it globally but this has lasted a lot longer than I thought it would what do you think they are August 1st where are the Dodgers first place Mm -hmm. I I put July 1st I think they're in first place but I really thought that this team had the talent and the setup to be a team that was going to win the division by 12 or 15 sure. games to sure. be a team that was going to win 110 or more games. And, you know, in- injuries are the great equalizer, but it's not just that. There are some other things going on that's uh, a little bit weird along the way. You know what time it is, right, Slee? Yes, sir. It's time for the dump. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.
So this is exciting. Maybe California wants to jump on this one, Slee. The state of Washington will give you a joint if you go in to get your vid vaccination. Hmm. We've seen beers. We've seen tickets to ball games. We've seen some promotions. You said this is Washington? Washington State, yeah. One of the other states here where uh, marijuana, recreational marijuana is legalized. Can you get the vaccination once a week? Is that something that you can do? <laughs> I, I don't know if you can, but uh, you know, now that I look back at it, my setup at Vaughn's was a lot different of a setup that you know could have happened. Maybe this was a kind of a combination of the two. Maybe you kind of merged them together, <laughs> get a grocery store that's merged into this thing. So you get your shot, then you get your joint. And then you start wandering through the cookie aisle and the and the ready to made food, right? The for like two stuff. hours, right? Mm, that meatloaf looks for good. two hours. You get there at eleven, you walk out. It's one thirty. It's one thirty, right? <laughs> I'm walking out of the grocery store. I did this all. So I, I I clearly did my vid vaccination incorrectly because from the second they became available, I started hammering the website like appointment, 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 mm. trying to get it done. Finally, get it done. I should have waited just a month or two. When did you? And then I could have gotten joints and food and all sorts of things. How long ago did you get it? Uh, I well, let me. It's think. over a so, month ago now. Yeah, over a month one? ago because I'm fully yeah. cooked right now. I'm ready. Yeah, I. I uh, it, it's kind of funny now that. I've got both shots, obviously. I don't even know, like, okay, what happens from here? I know i got to wait two weeks or something along those lines until yeah, it's, like, fully in you or whatever. But yeah. now now what? Now your concert. Like, I, I wonder what you the go summer's going to look like. You can start just walking up and down the street, licking handrails and doing whatever you want. You're, you're 100% good to go. No, no worries whatsoever, at least with vid. The rest of the stuff, you're kind of on your own. How about this one? Aaron yeah. Rodgers is not going to attend Packers minicamp. Can I – look – I love the NFL. I can't wait for the NFL to start. I'm excited about the Rams this season and getting to do those games all over sure. again. I am so over the Aaron Rodgers story. I can't because he's not coming to the Rams. So what do I care? Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing you could care about for the Rams is uh, maybe this debacle continues. Aaron Rodgers, if he ends up at a Green Bay, um, it's one less team to maybe worry about in the NFC on your way to uh, potentially a Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that's not a bad point. I just. This is we, we know how this ends, right? He's mm-hmm. not going to play for them. It, he seems pretty steadfast in his refusal to get over whatever it is. I still don't understand. Him. I still don't understand. I mean, here, here are the Packers, which were a game away from the Super Bowl, um, not finding a way to accommodate to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, just find a way. I mean, find a way here. you got a couple more years left with Aaron Rodgers easily to be competing. And you're in a win-now mode, so that, that one kind of throws me off. It, it's, uh, it's a tough one to, to understand and figure out. But like I said, it only can benefit the Rams. Is it? Because here, here's the thing. I think I know exactly what happened. That this, is, this is feelings and ego, right? Aaron Rodgers is sensitive. Aaron Rodgers likes to be told every morning, I love you. But he's your Aaron, superstar. you got to accommodate I, no, him. No, 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 no. You're, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. And the Packers every morning said, I love you, until one morning they didn't. And now they're saying the Packers' feelings are hurt because they're saying, look, we've done everything we can for you for as long as we can. And one time we did something you don't like, and now you're doing this? Mm-hmm. I'm done with you. It's, it's feelings on both sides. And Aaron Rodgers is going to win this. He's going to get what he wants. He's going to go to a team. They're going to win, and the Packers are going to look stupid because they're going to have Jordan Love as their quarterback instead of Aaron Rodgers. But with that being said, I mean, even for Aaron Rodgers, you don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know how a team is going to get you, how depleted they have to be to bring you into their organization. I think, you know, the the best thing for both sides was to figure it out, figure out a way to work together. All right, I want you to decipher this because you're the Laker guy here. LeBron on his Instagram post, the quote from Gladiator, and I will have my vengeance in this life or next. 
What's LeBron getting at? It means LeBron is sitting there watching the NBA playoffs right now, knows that he's not a part of the mix, not happy that he's not a part of the mix, and is already thinking about next year he's trying to get his revenge. So I, I understand this where LeBron's coming from. This is good news in your estimation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, all these guys, we, sometimes we say, here, Travis, and a game goes by, Lakers play bad, and we just talk about, well, just wait till next game because they're all going to wake up for it. Lakers are going to have to deal with this, all the noise here for over four months to hear how bad they were and how they couldn't get out of the first round. I think it's a good thing. I love that he's motivated. I love that he's already thinking about it, but I just wonder if Father Time isn't looking right over his shoulder. That's the big question with LeBron at this point because it's the first time we've ever seen it, yeah. and it didn't look great. It did not look great. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN, 855 tomorrow. Be there.